friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle Life, and this is Mindful Sex Side Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle Life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you today, Lulu? Fantastic. Happy May. Big May energy. <laughs> yes, big May energy. I love that. Today, and in, in honor of May, because we've got two holidays going on, It's May Masturbation Month and Mental Health Awareness Month. So we are celebrating all things self-pleasure this month. Um, Mm -hmm. All of our episodes are going to be about masturbation, mental health, self-pleasure, self-care. So, you know, tune in because we've got a bunch of cool stuff coming up. All right. Yeah. On this episode, so today's episode, we are going to answer some questions about self-pleasure. So you can have all the info to make this month incredibly enjoyable. But, of course, before we get into it, we are not doctors, therapists, or lawyers, and we are not giving out health, mental health, or legal advice. If you are having any health, mental health, or legal issues, please contact professional care or guidance. We don't really have any resources for this episode. You know, we're just kind of speaking off the cuff and sharing our experiences, things that work for us, but... You know, before you jump into anything new and you're concerned, definitely talk to your doctor. Absolutely. Okay. Just build that foundation. Exactly. So, question one. Can self-pleasure improve one's overall sexual confidence and satisfaction? I think 100% yes. Because if you kind of know what gets you started and kind of know you know, where the transitions need to be because sometimes we don't want that same repetitive motion, Mm -hmm. you're better equipped to let, you know, your partner know because they're not, they're not psychics, (laughs) you know, they're not in your body. They don't really, they're trying to, you know, go with what your body's saying, but sometimes even your body may be responding to something, but it doesn't feel good. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you know that and know in response, hey, you know, after a couple of moments, I like a little switch, even if it's small and it goes back to the first thing, because that kind of sets me up to be in a really, you know, receiving place. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think the more that you know your own body, the better you're able to communicate that with your partner. If you are someone who has only engaged in self-pleasure and you're, you know, going to have your first time sexual experience, maybe before you get into it, you can like do mutual masturbation with, with their partner because then you can ex- see what turns each other on before you're getting into some more, I guess not advanced, but like uh, more in- intimate, right. intimate stuff. Of course. Yeah. So, you know, there's, nothing wrong with masturbating there's nothing wrong with getting to learn your body and knowing your sensations and knowing what's going to turn you on and when you go to your partner and are like hey when i do this to myself it feels really good maybe we can recreate that together that's just going to make the experience all the more enjoyable i agree with that right (laughs) 
<laughs> you just know. You be like, listen, I found this thing. I was doing something the other day and I touched him. Woo! See if you touch it if it happened the same way. Exactly. So actually, that's a leads into another um, interesting question. So have you ever discovered something new about your body or preferences through self-pleasure? Mm-hmm. 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 So I found that I know for me, I, I like a very slow start. I don't like a very fast, robust start. I can't even function like that. My brain has to slowly come to a place of, okay, I've kind of turned, I kind of put the dimmer on my thoughts so we can proceed now. But then when, you know, when the motion has, you know, gotten into there and, you know, we're really robust, I like a little slow back down. So I like to start slow. We can speed up tempo, but I like to redirect back to slowly so the body can calm back down. I think basically I'm doing a little bit of um, stamina training myself. Yeah. So bring it back down. We're not going to go fully to the glory yet. And then kick it back up a notch. Mm-hmm. And I like I like that a few times. And then, you know, I sleep very well after. <laughs> You've tuckered yourself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, have I discovered anything new? I guess, that's a, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think, you know, just through, like, porn preferences and stuff and, mm. and masturbation, I've that's how I've, like, learned what things turn me on. And, you know, sometimes I'm willing to go somewhere new. Other times I'm, you know, using using the, the, <laughs> the hits. <laughs> so, you know, you know we know it's gonna work and get me to where I need to be. Um, the classics, <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes when you try something new, you're like, "Uh oh." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, or you know, this is really boring and take me out of the moment. But um, anyway, it's always a gamble. But in terms of like discovering something new, I mean, I think just maybe similarly to you, like I, the pace of which. I enjoy something the fast it, it has to kind of ramp up and ramp down. Right. If I want to be like really, really satisfied. I have a better understanding of like when I can get really turned on and have like a very intense orgasm versus like I'm engaging in self pleasure, but it's over in like two seconds. So I know like when my body is ready for something prolonged or something short. But yeah, I mean I I, I guess everything was new at some point in terms of just discovering what I like and don't like and and I and you know like and just to add on to that and go with that you know see where it takes you because sometimes we just don't know you know I know change positions you know sometimes even for self-pleasure we've never a lot of us have never really changed positions you always Mm kind of in this one either you're in a shower you're in a you know we never like maybe sat up in a chair perhaps or got to the edge of the bed or you know something uh, along those lines and mm-hmm. see you know how that's different you know for you i think that's you know something to discover and something to explore absolutely okay so <clears throat> um how do you prioritize self pleasure in your busy or stressful life wow mm. <laughs> I mean, Listen. I. <laughs> <trying to squeeze laughs> <it on. laughs> you just gotta make time for it. It's 
for me, like if if things are super crazy and I don't have time to relieve myself in that way, I am annoyed. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that release, it just it releases like so many good uh, hormones. It releases a lot of tension from your body. Um, so even if you don't have a long time to do it, you can figure out how to maybe get yourself off and well, you know, a little and bit that, of time. And that's- Right. And that's where it comes back to. That's when you hit up with the classics, right? Mm-hmm. You know exactly which toy is going to take you there fastest or, exactly. or your hand. Mm-hmm. And you maybe know which video if you need to get queued up, you know, by that. Or, you know, if you have a special lube that you use and, you know, that classic maybe position that works every time. There's no failing. Mm-hmm. And you can get you a quickie with yourself. real fast. Exactly. And, <laughs> and as we talked about in like previous episodes, there are you know, health benefits that are linked to masturbation. So, you know, it, it mm. can be used as a pain reliever. It can clear headaches. Um, yes. You know, so so there are, like, really good benefits. Like, if you're super stressed and you're freaking out and you don't know what you're doing, maybe having that time, engaging in a bit of mindfulness with your body can help reorient yourself. Um, you know, I, 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 there's a lot of shame and stigma about masturbation like it's something dirty or it's something silly or right. i don't know just but it 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 has a useful benefit it there is a use value in in doing it yes is it fun and silly it absolutely can be but um if you need to take that time for yourself to clear your head to relax to um help you sleep like you can use it to help you go to sleep mm-hmm. at night yes that's all yes. that's okay <laughs> yeah it's it's good it's good for all those (laughs) inclusive things absolutely i agree with that yeah um so as we shrug along what are some of your favorite techniques or strategies for self-pleasure i think the gear up is important you know um for me sometimes i don't need uh, uh to watch something or something like this Sometimes, you know, the urges does, and you kind of feel it, you know, like in the downs of your body, like you're like, okay, I just need a little something here. It's just like, <laughs> it's calling me. I'm already kind of prepped. The body's already like, yeah, 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 we're good. Come, come on, come on and let's, let's do this. <laughs> no real prep required right now. Put a little lube on your little, little button there. Cause we ain't gonna play with no toys with no dry areas. Put a little lube on that. Okay, if you're just using, you know, external toys, if you're using internal toys, of course, put a little bit, you know, on the product and kind of take heave and just be free to the experience. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything like super fancy. I'm definitely more of a hand person than a toy person. Um, but it took me a while to figure out you know what things i like what sensations i like so it's definitely a learning process um and what might work for me may not work for you um and that's probably okay so everyone's gonna have different preferences different things that they like so i can't say well if you if you put your finger here and then you rub here and then you go up and like that's i don't know how helpful that would be (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> except like oh i haven't tried that before so now i might try it this way but um 
yeah like so i don't think i do anything like super exciting or interesting um i but taking the time to like learn the types of toys that you like or you know if you like friction or or something like that um you just have to try new things and see what you yes. like like it, it's like any other skill in life it's something that you need to learn and develop and it will grow and it might trial and error trial Trial and error error. yeah there's really like no one secret to success (laughs) success for masturbation (laughs) um but i mean yeah like uh and not that orgasm always has to be the goal of masturbation either but yeah because um, some people want just a, a a just a somewhat of a release they don't yeah, want you just, a big thing they just want little mm-hmm. little yeah. help exactly <laughs> exactly just you want to get that pleasure flowing through you but orgasm certainly doesn't have to be the goal so as long as it's it's feeling good to you and you feel satisfied to whatever capacity you'd like to be satisfied yes then you're do- then you're doing it right right you hit the goal <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Um, I'll take another. How has your approach to self-pleasure changed over time? And we just kind of dived in over that. I really like that question. So for me, I started with a toy, the, the, the vibrator that, or the bullet vibrator that Mm -hmm. I can, I'll never be able to find again. (laughs) Uh, my, my, (laughs) my cheap Spencer's vibrator, bullet vibrator. Yeah. So I started with a toy and just kind of like learned I mean, really, that helped me kind of learn, like, how to orgasm. Okay. And then it took more practice to, like, use my hand because, like, not that you can become desensitized through toys, but if you're used to a certain kind of experience and then you try something new, your body has to, you know, just adjust. like Get adjusted. Yeah, just like with anything else. But then once (laughs) I figured that out, definitely, like, my hand as, like, the go-to. And then if I want, like more special time or more in i don't know not more engaged but just like if i if i really want to take the time to explore myself then i start using Mm. toys and stuff and yeah so that's how it's changed like it it started with the toy i've i've gone back to the analog method (laughs) um (laughs) and, and now i'm just more i think aware of the different products that are available to me and i have a better sense of the types of vibration and texture and stuff that i would like and i also have an idea of what i would like to try in the future what about you right. Lou? i think for me when i am having my um a long time because you know previously and people i think they get surprised and they're like oh well you're a sex educator but yeah we're still people right <laughs> and so um I didn't always think of a self pleasure because, you know, my partner, I'll do it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) So in the beginning, I would still, you know, uh, be self pleasuring, like with a cover on, you know, kind of in that kind of space. But then, you know, after times of developing, having the sheet, you know, completely off, maybe even having the lights on or something like this, you know, and kind of just really being in the moment of that whole thing because it does hit different when you're kind of closed in and doing it and when you just have yourself just out and just fully exposed if you were Mm -hmm. i think that that's what it is for me in this space right now yeah and i think that's actually a really good 
example because again it's like almost like making your debut or embracing your sexuality like you know there's that thing like again it's sex is so shameful and stigmatized it's something under the covers or behind a closed door and then Mm -hmm. when you get really comfortable with yourself you're just letting it all loose right 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 (laughs) Um, take this off (laughs) exactly but that's not to say if you like sex in the dark under the covers and that's what's working for you and you're fully comfortable with it fine go for it you know right but if you you know you feel like you know you're ready to you know explore that and it may not happen all the time maybe days where you just you know for example people with children you may only 100% feel comfortable with that when you know no one's home. When you know no one can accidentally push open your door and say, hey, parent. <laughs> you know? <laughs> when you just know you are in the home by yourself. That may be the time where you said, you know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then other times when you know somebody may just peek and at least you under the cover. What happened? You know, <laughs> you may go that route. So, you know, there's different reasons. Um uh, obviously for that but you know I, I i just feel like listen to where the body's saying like look take off this we need to be yeah. we need to be open right now kind of follow follow the suit that's it yeah. and i think another point is that your preferences likely will change over time you may not like what works for you when you're younger and you're just you know figuring out what your body's doing you know it probably it might be very might be easier to get yourself off because it's like you know a strong breeze can come by and you're like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) you're jumping and jiving as you get older it might take a little bit more effort or not you know everyone's body is different um but it's basically (laughs) my point is just that you know it's okay if your preferences change over time it's okay that if you try something new it becomes part of your normal routine but it's also okay if if you just do the same thing because you know it's going to work, that's fine. There's like there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. There's no wrong way to masturbate. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless you're causing yourself like significant injury, and then maybe yeah. you need yeah, to yeah, yeah. talk to someone. A little rethink. That. Be like, you know what? Mm, I'm gonna have to reevaluate a little bit of this. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. If it's like super painful <laughs> or un- like very uncomfortable, and that's not an intentional thing, like you know, I mean. If that's not like a kink that you're exploring, then right. you know, take it to a medical professional. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. but otherwise, as long as you're enjoying yourself, you feel satisfied, you should be good to go. There it is. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Uh how can someone use fantasy or role playing during self pleasure to explore different aspects of their sexuality? Oh, I mean, I would say like, you know, in a fantasy um, arena, you know, if you have a a favorite porn star or a favorite genre of of, um, video that you like and you kind of see yourself in in the movie, being that person and kind of indulge in, you know, being that person that they're you know, giving that attention to, or you vice versa, if you, you know, you want that role and just kind of seeing how that in your mind mentally puts you in a different perspective. You're like, Oh, mm, mm. I don't even think, well, I'm not going to say I don't even think, but 
you never really realize just by watching something that you're getting a release. It may not be over the top, mm-hmm. but notice how if you watch maybe an erotic movie or you watch something that kind of takes you there, how your body seems to just go, hmm. You're like, hmm. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, just like, I like the, what is yeah. that? <laughs> Yeah, you didn't do anything. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't touch yourself. You didn't bring any toys. You didn't do anything. Whatever you were watching, whatever you were listening to, stimulated you to the point you were like, "Okay, something happened there. I like it." <laughs> you never think about that when you watch a movie that you love, and you just can't wait for that scene because you know that scene just really makes you feel some kind of way. You just like, "Oh yeah." And then you like turn the movie up to the okay, well I'm tired of watching this now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's really great. Of course, you know, we are supporters of the porn industry and porn performers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like you were saying, looking at your favorite video and imagining yourself with that person that you're attracted to, um, or placing yourself in a, you know, I guess a regular movie and it might be a spicy scene or it might not even be a spicy scene. It could just be something about the environment is like, Oh, I'm attracted to this and I don't know why, but it feels good. So huzzah. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's really good. The other thing that I would suggest doing, if you want to explore fantasy is using audio porn because Mm. it forces you to have to like really get your mind going and imagine what's playing out in the scene um because it, at yes. least for me personally like when i'm watching porn again we love we love porn but um it's not that i'm like disassociating but it's like i don't have to think. i can see what's happening what what's going where and who's doing what i don't have to imagine much um but with audio porn if i want a different experience i really have to think about what's happening and uh, you know a lot of the companies that have um audio porn like uh, audio desires or dipsy or quinn you know the voice acting is incredibly important these deep sexy voices if you're looking for a more ma- masculine voice um there's right feminine <laughs> voices uh <laughs> so really you can find anything that caters to your tastes but like i have my subscription to dipsy open right now and um they started adding more like fantastical stuff to it. Um, okay. Okay. I'm not a big fantasy person, but they have one about like the Greek gods. Uh, what is it? Okay. Uh, I forget. Per- Persephone is the one and Hades. Persephone and Hades are doing the most. And <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't expecting to be into it, but I'm into it. So there we go. You know, there there we go. But um, they also like now have like a Regency era genre. So if you're into Bridgerton or Jane Austen or okay. something, like they got stuff going on there. So again, like because it's it's making you imagine what's happening. There's nothing sexier than your own brain, right? Like you're gonna yes. come up with what the people look like. You're gonna come up with what they're doing to each other and how they're doing it and what they're dressed like and the environment that they're in. So you can really like build that fantasy that's it and if you want to hear laura read some art some erotics you know we have it as one of our episodes if you're on audible do go and check it out it's a great listen 
<laughs> okay. You would definitely it, want to be in an office building with that coworker. <laughs> Thank you, Lulu. We also have our Valentine's Day episode from last year, not this year's one, but from last year. Uh, where Lulu's talking about an experience. Um, <laughs> we have some other great authors there as well. Uh, I do have a story, but yeah. So we have we have a couple of pieces um, in there, but you know, also check out some of these other um, audio erotic apps and stuff because you're really going to find something that you like. Absolutely. Okay, let's see where we're at. Okay. Do you feel comfortable discussing your self-pleasure with your partner or partners? Why or why not? So I would say for me in the beginning, no. Because I'm like, well, do I make you feel bad? Because now I'm exploring this Mm -hmm. without you type of thing. And then also, I don't want you to keep asking me about it. (laughs) Because that's my own private time. Mm-hmm. that's my business you know in that sense but you know being and exploring and, and you know learning the thing and you know just being one and more close and, and connected with your partner you you start to share those things like you know we were having a conversation i was like hey guess what you know i try to time myself sometimes and see if i can knock one out before you get out the shower <laughs> he's like oh yeah me too like for real <laughs> <laughs> see that's how you know they're your soulmate <laughs> Like, do you win? He's like, oh my god! Sometimes I almost lost it. Oh, you don't know. I'll be listening. I can get it. <laughs> He's like, oh, I feel so close to you. I said, I know, right? <laughs> Small little things, you know, that'll really just solidify and make you just in awe of your partner all over again. Mm-hmm. Like, you're so cute. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god, that's so sweet. No, I think that that speaks really highly of your relationship and, and relationships like that in general, because if you feel comfortable enough with your partner to talk about your your fantasies or your different types of self-pleasure practices, that's a, I, I don't know, I think that's a very good sign that they're mm-hmm. like accepting of of you and they they're also accepting of your boundaries because if you say i'm just going to tell you about this once and i don't want to talk about it anymore and they respect right, that right, right. that's it that's important too um right. for me i mean our long-term listeners already know my situation it hasn't changed but um i think that like when i meet the right person i will feel comfortable talking to them about mm-hmm. it and i'm not uncomfortable talking about my self-pleasure practice in general obviously, because we're having an episode about it and I'm <laughs> sharing all my secrets right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think just, especially with like online dating. Oh, speaking of which, I have a fun little story I'll share in a second. I hope there's not a car involved. No, no, this one, <laughs> this one's real quick. Um, so, so my New Year's resolution was to not do online dating. And for three months, I was really, really good at it. However, I broke. I broke back in April. And, like, okay, I would have a couple of slip-ups where, like, i download the app, see what the talent is, and then go, yikes, and then delete it. So, recently, I, like, had to re- delete my Tinder for a couple weeks, and I just re-downloaded it yesterday, opened my messages, and the question was, 
what do you sext? And I think it was supposed to be, do you want to sext? But he didn't do the phrasing correct. I don't know what happened, but we already are off to a bad. Oh, no. It It was, oh, what was it? It was, yeah, like, what, what do you sext? Or, I, yeah, I think he just got all his words mixed up. And then it was, I'm fucking horny. And I'm pretty sure fucking was spelled wrong, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So mm. I go, yep, this is why I deleted it. Goodbye. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I would not feel comfortable talking mm. about my self-pleasure practice with that person. Um <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> so in general i think that yes i would be open to communicating that with my partner but there needs to be a certain level of trust and care and respect before i'm willing to have that conversation with someone that i'm romantically invested in got it <laughs> also if you can arrange your words correctly that's a bonus <laughs> you know yeah for sure for sure, for sure. if you're gonna go Ooh. bold like that i mean come on you can't have a typo you can't have a typo in the opening message if you're gonna put it all out there that's it although maybe maybe he was so horny that he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't type he just was gearing to go so so then in that case if you know that you're going to be excitable when you're excitable you can't text properly i would say save the message in advance so then all you have to do is copy and paste and then i think you asked for way too much now they is not they're gonna be like where i put that message at oh my lord well, <sighs> if they're not gonna put in the effort then i'm not going to engage you know in my fantasy because look i can right i can do good sexting i know i'm capable of this i can do it it takes a lot of mental effort though so i'm not gonna put in you know the gears and bells and whistles if you can't even type (laughs) want want to sex correctly (laughs) you lost you are the biggest loser (laughs) bye goodbye exactly Uh, I think I'm just going to have to, like, leave America. I don't know if there's anyone else. <laughs> Listen, I better not see you on another 90 Day Fiance. Cause, I mean, I'm going to watch because I love me a 90 Day. But I'm like, uh-uh! <laughs> not my friend. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll don't think i go down that wormhole. I might do 90 Day the other way, though. If I can, like, leave and go to a new country. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. Make sure you speak the language, though. Mm. I'm, I'm, whichever one you pick, I'm gonna need for you to do a lingua before you get there. <laughs> I'm over a thousand days on my Duolingo. Which, which language are we doing? Uh, French and Italian. Okay, so you need to go where they speak one of them. Mm-hmm. Don't go now to Spain and be like, well, My translator app ain't working today. I don't. I don't even know. No. <laughs> uh, man, we've we've derailed a little bit. But if if you've like watched every million, all the million spinoffs of Ninety Day Fiance, and you're looking for I something have. new, I'm invested. Um, on Peacock, there's a show called Love Without Borders, 
Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not quite 90 Day Fiance, but it's like a similar vibe where they pair couples up um, based on various traits, but you could wind up going anywhere in the world. Uh, it's interesting. And I'm still mm-hmm. recovering from the, the Irish couple because uh, that broke okay. my heart and then made me very angry. We'll talk about it one day. Anyway. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. How do you want to wrap up? Which which question? Listen. Let's see. Okay. I think we kind of did that. I want to end with gift and chain. Ooh. If you could have any celebrity as your self-pleasure partner, who would it be and why? Damn. Yeah, who would you choose, Lulu? Oh, wow. I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I would pick uh, Kira Noir. That porn star, I love her. She does. She was a. She was a like a triple A cup, and she just got her like a nice B cup now. Just rounds her all out. She didn't go too big. She already had the rest of the body. She has literally washboard abs. You can literally wash your clothes on her abs, and she already had abs. And she takes her time. When I watch her videos, she's very just intentional. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel that intensity through the screen. You're like, yes. Yeah, why was I not invited? And it just, mm. yes, that would have to be it right there. Mm. Gosh, yeah, I don't know. Um, we have talked about our, our porn performer preferences before, yes. so I, I should pick someone new, maybe. <laughs> um, I'm really digging Logan Pierce right now. I like him. He's okay. got like this. He's got like a boy next door kind of vibe to him. Um, I mean, he's very handsome and stuff, but he, again, it's like that approachable handsomeness. Um, so yeah, he's doing, he's good. I like, I like his style. I feel like he, at least the scenes that I've seen, he seems to really emphasize the part, the pleasure of his female partner his co-star and i don't know if that's like direction or if that's you know intuitive um but whatever it's doing it works <laughs> whatever it is you like it yes yes so that's it have at out, it check out logan pierce uh yeah all right so well okay should we do if you had a, a non-porn performer celebrity you know i i don't i don't really have one i you know, when people be like, oh my god, I, 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 it would yeah. be like somebody like back in the day, like no one for me, like now. Yeah, I think <laughs> and like, even yeah. when I think about it, I wouldn't say it now because then I would be thinking about it when I was that age. And those people were older than me, and that's completely inappropriate. So <laughs> we just wouldn't well, go there. I mean, actually, that is when, okay, I, it, it would be appropriate for like, young people right. to develop crushes on like celebrities and stuff it would be inappropriate for that celebrity to reciprocate that crush on the person well, that's at true. that age well that's yeah. true well i will definitely say um from the r&b group jodeci Devonte, like he had he had the thing him and lil zane because i had them all like all over my wall so those would be people right there Devonte and lil zane take, very nice this one this one <laughs> Take one of those and one of those. Thanks. 
I have a goofy one that I think I've mentioned before, but during the pandemic, I would have like very respectful, romantic <laughs> dreams about Tom Green. <laughs> I don't know why. I I don't know why. Um, I think it just like I I, I can't figure it out. But they were like polite. They were nice. <laughs> Not they were, polite. Like, they were polite. <laughs> they were very polite. Uh, he was in my in the the deep subconscious of my mind. He's a he's a gentleman. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I think like I guess that's my celebrity crush. But like kind of like you, I don't have the same. Yeah. I don't have that intensity from when I was like a kid. Uh, if you would ask me when I was like I don't know younger, very young, I would have said like David Boreanaz when he was playing Angel mm-hmm. and Buffy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Luke mis- Perry mis- then. Oh my god, mysterious sad boy energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I then I also it. secretly <laughs> like. Yes, I also secretly liked Spike too. So mm-hmm. it was like overt, that. overt bad boy energy. I don't I know. See that. I'm a complex person. <laughs> I would say like all like most of the vampires from True Blood. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're all my. They had crush. they had some intense um, sex scenes. Oh, oh, Lord, I need to. It's hot. Mm. A lot happening up in there. Oh man, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, actually, good, it's, you know, good place, good place to explore those uh those fantasy ideas. True, um, and I love a good vampire. Anything, so <laughs> I'm here for it. On that note, <laughs> that's exactly. all for this. <laughs> um, that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at our new email address, Lulu and Laura MSC at gmail.com. We know it's long. We're gonna include it in the show notes, so all you have to do is copy and paste. Or you there can you reach go. out exactly. Or you can reach out to us on social media. We are Mindful Sex Ed Pod on Twitter and Mindful Sex Ed Podcast on Instagram. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. And it's totally free and so is masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so please... (laughs) So, totally leaving that in there. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes, we are. So p- please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend. And lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle Life Network and visit Tickle Life for all of your mindful sex and needs. Goodbye, everyone. We will see you next mm-hmm. week. Bye. And happy Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Oh, my God.